You're listening to the Girls on the Grid podcast with Tanea and Priya. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Girls on the Grid podcast. Here in person. The podcast. We've wanted to do this the whole time. It was the original plan. One, the time required to do it, the effort required to do it. Effort of putting makeup on and everything else, not. Just no. audio just was simpler for us to start. I knew that if we did vodcast, there would have been way too many uh, like reasons we could have come up with to yeah. not do it. We could have been exactly. like, oh, I don't want to do it because I've got a pimple or I don't want to do it. Me every you, day. Priya, <laughs> every reason. I'm like, Priya, come to me. She goes, no, I can't. I've got a pimple. Basically, yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so we decided to go audio only uh-huh. for the first 20 apps just to, you know, limit the barrier of excuses that we could come up with mm-hmm. and... We got 20 done and now we decided to front Actually up. Actually do ourselves up and not just sit in our trackies or pyjamas. You wouldn't even know if we had clothes exactly. on or not in the actual thing. But here we are. We wear clothes, by the way. Yeah, 20 episodes. I actually, I can't believe, I mean, I can believe we're here, but I also can't. Put in the work, you know. Yeah. We've done the work. Yeah. We've got some pretty loyal listeners, which is really good. And I think one, we have one loyal listener and that's Grant Rowley. Yeah, he's our biggest And fan. Mandy McLeod. And Stephen Richards. I think, I don't know if Steve Richards listens to much anymore. I think he's sick of my raving. Ouch. My dad was like, <laughs> Ouch. My dad goes, I listened to Parked Up Plus just to hear you. And I'm like, Dad, you know I have my own podcast. He goes, I didn't know that. You're kidding. Oh my so God. So I sometimes do the news segment on Parked Up Plus and he'd listen to Parked Up Plus every week just in case he heard me. And I'm like, Dad, I have a news, like, I, I have, have my own podcasts. podcast that goes out an hour every week where you can listen to me. And he goes, Wow. Every now and then I say to my parents, oh, have you listened to this week's pod? And they're like, no. <laughs> okay. Gutted. Thanks for the love, guys. Gutted. My mum listens every Monday morning. But yeah, I think it was Sydney, the four rounds at Sydney last year. Oh, four rounds at Sydney. I can't even like remember how it kind of came up. I remember being in the back of the car. Well, we did our road trip. We did our road trip to Sydney oh, from Melbourne. Vlog. We and made we a vlogged really that. good vlog. We vlogged that and then we were like, hey, maybe we do something like this weekly. Mm. We're kind of funny. Can we just reminisce on that trip, actually? Because I don't want to. That was... <laughs> Four Sydneys. Oh. We lived in Parramatta. We were in two How Airbnbs. How cute was that Airbnb? It, like, became our, it became our little like house. That became a, our it home. It was a house. Yeah. Mm. I remember when I got there, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we went out to the cemetery. We were like... It was overlooking the cemetery, yeah. It was, it was a long four weeks. And mm. then... And then we went back for round one this year and I just had like these major flashbacks and I was like, <laughs> I know. I feel like we're always at Sydney Motorsport Park. It's the when, only track we go to. When am I know, not at Sydney Motorsport know? Park? It was good. It gave us some inspiration that kind of four weeks. And... Well, I think it was number three or something. And we were talking about Grassroots Racer podcast as an idea that mm. has just gone live. Grant Rowley, who's the host of Parked Up, said, what about a girls podcast? And me and Priya sitting back and we're like... We love that idea. I feel like it took a little while to push. I think we were both a little bit like, oh, well, shit, hang on, well, that was in, this? That was, no, that was October or November, and we launched our first app in February. Because I remember we aimed for, like, the start of the year, I think. Did we? Yeah, we tried to. No, it just, yeah. It was just a lot of planning and a lot of conceptualising what, what we were going to talk about and, you and know, how we were going to do like, it. Grant was like, oh, I've got Jess on next week. We're like, sweet, okay. Go. Oh my god, I still feel very new to it. We are. Still oh man, really I suck so hard. Yeah, we just had Romy before, 
Yeah, which and you we already were... listened to because that was episode 19. So. And we were introing and Tanaya was just like, dude, you can't podcast. And I'm like, I was like, oh, dude, I you suck. I'm so bad. We're getting there. I edit out all Priya's bad bits for your listening enjoyment. Thank you. You're welcome. You make me sound good, at least. I try. This feels so weird. Being... Actually, no, I like being on camera. I feel like it's... Just channeling my it's inner quite Yates. Yeah. I keep my doing weird things with my room. lips and my... And I'm really worried about my feet being in it because I don't have socks or shoes on. So we did put out a Q&A on our Instagram and we got you guys to ask us some questions uh, just about anything motorsport related or anything, any goss you want to know about our personal lives. Oh, Lordy. No, I'm kidding. No way. We'll tell it all. First question is... Being females in motorsport, do you guys feel like you have a job to represent women in motorsport as people look up to you? The idea of that is terrifying. Uh, that's a really good question. That scares as well. The thought of that scares the crap out of me. Um, yeah. But I just play it real. Like I'm just mm. myself 100% of the time. If you see me on a Sunday night, I'm probably going to be having a good time. If you see me on a Saturday morning, I'm 120% work mode. So... Mm-hmm. I just keep it real. Definitely no, nothing fake. Like I don't say that motorsport is easier than it is or that it's better than it is or, you know, you don't kind of just keep it real really. Mm-hmm. And the people that are passionate about it will understand. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun, but it is the complete definition of the concept of work hard, play hard. Yeah, for sure. Like that it's just work hard, play hard. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, just I just keep it real. Everything you see from me is 100% me. That's good. I think, no, you've summed it up really well. And I guess I never really thought of it as, well, it's like you say, you know, you be yourself and everything, but every now and then you and I will get a message from mm, a girl. 100%. And it's like, oh, I've, I really love seeing what you do. And then it makes me suddenly like, oh, hang on, people do see, mm. people do take notice of Us. what we do, especially mm. girls, young Definitely. girls or girls wanting to get into it. And you don't really realise that you're having that impact, I think. Not at all. And that's I still see myself as a fan. You yeah. Know, I still think I'm, I'm just a fan of the sport and I look up to the women that we interview on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I know, I don't... I'm always so intimidated. I'm like, I can't believe I'm... Like, I at, literally at, work with yeah. this person. At Sydney TCR a couple of weeks back, I stopped into the Girls on Track networking event and I didn't speak or anything. I don't have any affiliation with Girls on Track other than just want being a fan of all the women that are involved. And at the end, I just hung around and actually had women, like young girls come up and um, Sharice was like, all these girls here, I had to go and film something. And then Sharice, as I come back, Sharice goes, all these girls here are interested in media. What can Mm. you tell them? And then I just went on this big spiel about (laughs) the same stuff we talk about on this podcast. It's hard work, but it is worth every single bit of hard work. Mm -hmm. That's just it. You know, it's hard, but it's worth Mm-hmm. every bit of blood, sweat and tears to get in- involved. But I think something, I mean, obviously anyone who's interested in this sport has a passion for it, but you've got to love it. You've got to love I talk car racing yeah. and have the passion for it because at the end of the day, we're all here literally just for these big metal things to go really fast on a racetrack 100%. for what, just to be fastest. Like when you think of it, it's so pointless but don't point it out though. I know. We all just pretend that it doesn't. But it's just fun. We just yeah. We do it because it's fun, even though it's actually really serious and quite yeah, intense. Big dollars and lots of investment. Yeah. And time. you're all there because you love this the sport. I talk to men and women all the time, and I'm like, 
and they talk about how busy they are or what they're like when they're working, you know, a month without a day off just to try and get a car ready or, you know, back-to-back mm. events or something. And I think every conversation ends with, yeah, hey, but if you didn't love it, you wouldn't do it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how, that's what sums it all up. And everyone's like, yep, 100%. That's it. And it's crazy to think about how much money oh, goes into just... I just don't think about it. Doing, yeah, I know. I just don't want it. I, I look at all the years my family went through with our race team and just the money and the, mm. like, so intense just to put a race car on a racetrack and drive have a bit of a, a drive. Have, oh, this is fun. Like wow, just, I go fast. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's Rum, it. Rum. No, it is competitive and obviously what happens out on the track is very important because it's, it's very important. It's very important. It's advertising very important. and it's very important. everything. But to answer the question, <laughs> what is the question? Do we feel like we have a job to represent women in motorsport as people look up to us? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. I just keep it real. That's, that is my mm. approach to it. Next question. Which motorsport events outside of Australia are on your bucket list? Is oh. this like to work at or to... Both. We'll do both. Monaco. Yeah. Monaco F1. Anything at Spa. Mm. I don't think I could do a 24-hour spa. I would like to try it, but I'd just go and nap for 12 hours of it. So That'd be hard. Maybe I'd watch the first six, nap for the next 12, and watch the last six. I know. I was looking at Le Mans, and they were just like filming people sleeping. I'm like, I'd actually be so annoyed if a camera person came up to me and just filmed I'm a good sleeper. I look good when I sleep. Really? Oh, <laughs> my God. No, is anyone? I'm so annoyed. Um, I think as a fan, like I dream of the idea of literally just – Traveling around with F1 and just sitting around and Dude, drinking Indy wine. 500 is a bucket list for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, shout out to Amber O'Keefe, who literally just travels around She's and works, my dream. With, works oh, with some LMP2 um, teams. Her, her partner did really well. Yeah, they yeah. Like Le Mans. Yeah. Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. Oh. James Allen. He's, yes. a, he's an Australian. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. He's got really Ringwood cool. Mazda on the side of his yeah. car, doesn't he? That's yeah. cool. That's so, so random cool. that Ringwood Mazda is just like <laughs> over in Europe. I find that so cool. As a fan, Monaco, Indy 500, they're the yeah top of the list for sure. Le Mans, Spa, all that. But just to work in Europe or even working in IndyCar would be awesome, to be honest. That'd be really cool. Would you ever do a workshop slash shadow day where aspiring photographers can follow and learn? If there is ever an event that I'm not, my calendar is not back to back to back. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something that I, I want to do. I mean, a workshop, a workshop is probably more realistic um, than a shadow day only because if you've seen me at the track, I'm just, you know. It's pretty nonstop. There's been like, Charlie Bullis has run a couple of careers with gears meetups and I have usually walked past them or ran past them on my way to film someone else and I just usually pop my head in and say hello I'm chocolate lock I've got to go and that's hard but that's the reality of racetracks so Mm. it's the reality of what we do and yeah a workshop away from the track is probably could do it even like on a test day like you'd be able to learn heaps on a test day if you've ever worked for network r there is you have worked for network r and good luck finding a spare second yeah no exactly (laughs) I think look it'd be it'd be really cool I like the would, idea of a workshop away from the track. Yeah, for sure. that would be really cool. I think at a racetrack would just be insane. And especially when you've got clients to tend to. It's, and they obviously it's always have to come first because they're paying clients. Yeah, so. exactly. But, yeah, but you never know. Could we would love to. We'd day. love to explore it. How did you both get your jobs? 
I got my job after four or five years of volunteering as both a pit lane official and a production runner. Um, I was lucky that I was young enough that for the majority of it, my parents sort of, you know, I was only 15, 16, 17, so I still lived at home and kind of got to ride on the coattails of being young. And then my first year in Melbourne, did some more volunteering, volunteered at Winton, Ipswich, uh, Sandown, a couple of different rounds for the Supercars media team, and then got a job with GRM after meeting uh, Sally Parkinson at the AusX Open. And yeah, that's how I got my job, worked for GRM for 2018, 2019, GRM left Supercars at the end of 2019 and then uh, 2020, you know, whatever that happened. 2021, <laughs> I started working for Network R and that is what I do at pretty much all events and then day to day I run McLeod Media. So lots oh, of yeah. hard work, a six-year process to mm-hmm. uh, get to where we are now, I guess. And you've done an And awesome I still job. think I'm at the beginning. <laughs> I still feel I like, like such it's a always going to feel like yeah. that, yeah. But no, you're doing a great job. Thanks. And you still motivate me daily. So how'd you get Thanks. your job, Priya? All right. So I, I was... like this story. I enjoy her telling this. So <laughs> I was lucky enough that my family just happened to have a racing team. And I just happened to have an interest in cameras and filming everything. I, I've gone through this story in episode one, if you've listened to it. Um, I had horses. I just filmed the shit out of my horses and everything that I did. And then obviously on the race weekends, kind of at the start, I didn't really, it was just kind of dad's job. It was just whatever. And um, then decided to start being creative on the weekends that I had to be dragged along to the racetrack. And I started making some videos for the team. And then eventually I was like, okay, no, this is actually really fun. And I actually really enjoy the racing and the kind of story that I could tell. And then so dad kind of in the when social media content started becoming a real thing um that's when I was like that that's when dad said all right we'll we'll start making some videos and then I did that and then one day I see this chick running around the track with a camera and I was really like I used to see all the boys with the cameras and everything that worked for all the different teams and I was just it terrified me that oh it's very very thought of just going up to them and being like so what do you do that just oh that was scary but I saw Tanea and I'm like okay here's a chick she doesn't look too scary so I did some stalking and yeah found her on Instagram and she dm'd me and said hey you were into the dms of course I'm a bathurst yeah and then what we met because I was camping and it's 2018. It was at night and we literally just got on our bikes and rode around. That was rode so around fun. through pit lane. And we just talked. Yeah. And I was just like asking all these questions and it was really cool. And then that was it. Look at us now. Look at us now. And then Priya come and work for me for about a year and a bit. Mm-hmm. And then she worked for Network R for a little while. And now she's gone off to the big time. I had a chat to Neil Crompton at the start of the year and... So proud of you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's been really good, and I I can't thank Tanea enough. Can I say Tanea and Grant for the opportunities they've given me, um, and yeah, getting to work for airtime for Neil is really cool, as well. But um, it's kind of crazy how it's come mm. full circle doing the whole podcast thing as well. Definitely, probably an area I didn't expect that I would be in, but mm. here we are, and we're doing it, and it's happening right now. From a day 
in the office to a day at the track. What does a day in your life look like for you both? A day in the office, away from the track, I guess. I work from home. I have my own little office upstairs in the townhouse. I live in Melbourne and day to day kind of, I don't know, I don't want to sound like I'd take it for granted or anything, but as my own boss, I get to sort of wake up whenever I want. (laughs) Um, get up, have some breakfast, depending on how busy I am, I start my day somewhere between nine and 10 o'clock. But yeah, honestly, and then yeah, just work with on whatever, like on whatever's on my to-do list. It changes daily. Every single day is different. But honestly, I don't spend a whole lot of time at home. I have a roommate who I don't see very often and she's like, cool, I actually get to see you for an hour or two because I live a crazy life. Um, and most of the time I'm at racetracks, um, at a racetrack, it depends where we are, but usually get up six or seven, um, either get some breakfast on the way or roll to the track, get there about eight, you know, depends on where we're staying, how far we are from the track. And then it's go, 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 go pretty much until about six or seven o'clock at night. It's uh, pre, pre-category, pre so supercars, Porsche, whatever's there on a weekend, filming drivers getting in. Uh, usually when the races are on, that's like my downtime. Film drivers getting in the car, out of the car, and then editing and delivering. We do lots of daily stuff now because reels are so popular. Um, and yeah, some days are big because we've got to deliver all the end of weekend edits. And yeah, a bit of social media management, lots of photography, lots of videography, lots of editing. Crazy. And then usually a plane home somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's me. No day is ever the same. Literally, no ever. day is ever the same. No, and it can range from, well, for me, it ranges from either a full day in the office, just head down editing all day, or and whether that's editing a video or a podcast as well. We're doing the Supercast podcast, just so you guys know. No, I'm not going to. But then, um, you know, it can also be actually going out and doing shoots with Porsche or Supercars, anything. What else? Test days. Um, and then obviously at the racetrack. That can be, can be really early starts or it can be, it depends on, it really yeah. depends on the weekend. But yeah, um, traveling, getting to the track, filming, you basically summed it up. But yeah, You're welcome. thanks. Just make my, my job easy. We pretty much do the exact same job, just yeah. different companies. Mm-hmm. Do you guys always see yourselves working in motorsport? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I think... There's a lot of opportunities that can come out of the jobs we have. I mean, it's kind of, and you do some of this as well, some work outside of motorsport. Oh, you have to. Yeah. You have to do yeah. other things. But so there's always kind of like outside opportunities, I guess, that could come up in, you know, video production. Well, I, I run a business like any other business owner. And, you know, if the work comes to you and it makes sense financially, then you're going to do it really. Of course. Yeah. I mean, for me, my job is primarily motorsport. I do some horse stuff on the side just for fun. I don't really make anything off that. But, um, yeah, other than that, it's I'm quite secure <laughs> in motorsport. But then again, things it's happen. Family. Yeah, it is. You know? It's a whole different world. It literally is for a whole community. For me to leave community. motorsport involves a serious yeah. reshuffle of pretty much every area of my life. But then you think, like, something could happen again, like a pandemic. Let's or... not talk about that. I'm yeah, just recovering no. from the last one. no. No, but I mean, motorsport is hard because it does, it, well, it runs on 
a calendar. It doesn't run over the mm. summer or anything. So that's where that's you... That's good. You get to go and see your family. Yeah. And, you know. That's when you get a break. Mm. I mean, I like it. I like the way motorsport's structured. You get... You work some weekends, but then you get some time off in the mm. week as well. It's kind of balanced. Yeah, yeah it's good. I like it. Yeah, so Monday, yeah. Tuesdays are my days off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm quite secure in my in my role, I guess. I'm quite happy with it at the moment, but I'm only like a baby still. So mm. you never know where it could go. Oh, this is fun. Who would win an indoor karting race between Tanea and Priya? Tanea. I actually think you would. You've got, <laughs> so you've got more like experience controlling and you just shove I've seen you sim race that's it's different I was drinking (laughs) (laughs) I think I don't know sober karting drunk podcast all right we have to we're gonna have to sort this out we're gonna we we're gonna go go karting and we're gonna get it vlogged and you guys we'll just wear mics during the oh my god that would be so fun (laughs) This could be really interesting. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. And today we are on. Today would win. Watch it. I've literally got a simulator at home. Who I would win practice. in a motorbike race? Priya. I think I rode my cousin's Wee 50 once when I was like 10. Oh my God. And I was going up a hill and it just went out from my I raced me. a Wee 50 between the ages of four and seven. Oh, look at you. <laughs> yeah, look at me. I'm pretty cool. No, that's Can cool. Can you bleep that F word? Someone asked me. Did you ever have a crack behind the wheel prayer? In high cars. If you've seen her sim sim race, you don't. That's want probably that not to a good happen. idea. I would like to, honestly, but I've already um, nagged dad and he's yeah, the funding's all gone to my brother. So maybe not. Alright. Unfortunately, well actually no, we're being the smart ones here. We're making money in motorsport. Exactly. We're not losing it by throwing it all at a race car 100%. just to go out and shunt it. 100%. You know? What team do we follow? All right, like, because I used to be a big Tickford for performance racing Mark Winterbottom fan growing up, and I don't really follow anyone anymore. I mean, when, when you in, start to befriend everyone, it you're just in feels and weird. out of every single garage. Like, yeah. working for Repco, I go into every single garage. So, yeah, I don't really have anyone favourite. Um, people that treat you nicer than other people are usually higher on the list um, of who you want to do well. But, yeah, no particular team anymore for me. Look, <laughs> I mean, when you form relationships, it's really hard to go for, like, one particular person. Obviously, I work for Walkinshaw, so I want them to do well. Oh, you have your, you have your people that, yeah. you know, that you're drawn to. Like yeah. that shell, like the Repco Association. We, like, I want... I want what about your friends with? Well, the people I want to do well are the people that I work closely with because then they're happy and they want to talk to me and there's good media that comes from it. So like, oh, you know, Thomas Randall, I want him to do really well. Either the Shell Boys, you know, Cam Waters, all those guys, I want them all to do well <laughs> purely self-selfishly because it makes my job easier. That's pretty People, much the way I work. Yeah. People that are deserving of it, like genuinely deserving of it, they work hard. Mm. I, I like it. It keeps it interesting when you don't go for yeah. one particular person. Yeah. All right, so that's it for the questions. Thank you all for sending those in. Um, we do have some pretty exciting things coming up. We have a website, which Tanea has been working really hard on. <laughs> so much fun. And we're also, we're trying to do a little bit more on the socials. We've got some little fun segments that we might do at the track. And also just during the week, um, some little news segments. We're wanting to cover more of 
kind of what's happening with females in motorsport news wise so it will be like a, a little news segment thing and then between that we've also just got little features which is mm. like just yeah. a quick little snippet of basically a shout out to a chick somewhere definitely basically what we do every we're week we're just trying to do more we just yeah. want to have as much of an impact as possible uh for you know young women who want to do what we do really and uh, let us know about the vodcast should we do more of this i don't know it was leave bit... it up to our listeners or viewers now that, mm-hmm. that weird viewers it feels different when you're in person mm. We can't do this on camera. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, thank you all and for, for those the... For those listening audio only, she just touched me in a really weird way. Yeah, I don't know if you could hear the like sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sweet. All right. Um, but no, thank you all for the continued support. It has been a really awesome journey so far. We're absolutely loving it. Um, and it's really rewarding for us knowing that we're making a difference that we're I think making a difference in we're the trying sport. to we're, we're really trying but um no thank you all so much and we'll see you next time we won't see you next time maybe maybe yeah. we'll chat to you at the very least we'll chat to you in episode 21 next week bye Listen to another Network R production.